This episode brought to you by the Double Indy. Nothing's going to top that. Hey, everybody, we're watching Back to School, and you are listening to Miscast Commentary. You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Where two guys have seen way too many movies and have way too much time on their hands. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Now here's your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Hey everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary. I'm Joe Finley. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. And we are with you, uh, celebrating my kids going back to school this week. Woo! Well, a little bit earlier. They went back last week, but it's it's neither Sweet. here nor there. We time, are, eh? Yeah, we are watching Rodney Dangerfield go back to school. And good lord. I don't I don't even know where to begin. I think the only thing to do is to press play. Now. All right. This is going to be a very interesting one for us because it is the first time ever that we've done this over a shared screen remotely. And I find this. Oh, let's see. The lion should have been Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. It's his face instead of the lion. And then he. Rawr! Whoa, whoa. I get no respect. Leo Dangerfield. Roar. Uh, oh, it's a little slow, I think. No, this is fine. Is it? Yeah, it's fine. It's hard to tell without the, uh, well, at least on my end, it's fine. Uh, but this, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to tell when we can't hear the audio, which is another problem for this, uh, version of the, oh, there you go. Todd's going to do all the sounds for us. Um, <laughs> Ooh, the sounds of New York City in 1940. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. I'm going to the cleaners. So I'll talk about uh, Alan Metter, who did the, uh, who directed this movie. Oh, wait, that's the kid from uh, the, the <gasps> Wonder Years. Yes, he's the older brother. I saw an interesting meme uh, the other day. They were talking about the Wonder Years came out 30 years ago and was about 20 years earlier. So it was like, it came out in like 88 and it was talking about 1968. To us, that would be a show that took place in 2001. Wow. So like our Wonder Years would be 9-11. Unreal, eh? Something to think about. Um, Yo, we forgot about we forgot about Dustin Diamond. Oh my God! Yeah, we didn't talk about Dustin Diamond in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, something worth discussing in that. Uh, I was reading all like the celebrity like tributes to him and whatnot, and I found all the ones from the Saved by the Bell people to be really like really stiff like they pre-wrote it for That's whichever i thought yeah. yes it was so like yeah he died yeah, whatever yeah. good guy See but it, like to me it felt like they wrote it for whoever died for whichever one of them died first they're like i just remember making art with them and blah 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 the only person <laughs> who made a really nice one was uh tori spelling who was her, uh screech's girlfriend for like a brief period in saved by the bell and she had like a very nice one because he's like, he was my first on screen kiss. He was this, he was that. And uh. well, that's nice because you're right. I thought the same thing. I thought they were kind of uh, 
yeah, stiff, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, we work together. He's gone now. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get no respect. No respect at all. I love in that scene there, too. That must have obviously been young Rodney as he's like pulling at his collar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to be a bum. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, so, yeah, Alan Metter, the director of this, he directed a bunch of Olivia Newton-John music videos, and then he made the Making of Xanadu documentary Ooh. featuring Olivia Newton-John. Uh, he directed this, and then he directed Rappin' Rodney. Rappin' Rodney. I was thinking about that today when we were going to watch this. That's funny. He directed uh, Moving, starring Richard Pryor. Uh, Police Academy Mission to Moscow, and uh, The Wonderful World of Disney presents The Growing Pains movie. Oh, my God. He passed away this past June. So, you know, 2020 just kept taking and taking. God damn it. What the fuck, eh? But, yeah, so. Oh, music by Danny Elfman. I can totally picture this new movie now. No problem. Yeah. (laughs) But who better to, like, who better to be the um, uh, person for for, uh, his, for, like, Rodney Dangerfield music? Like, he, it it perfectly suits him as a a Danny Elfman, uh, what's it called? A soundtrack right totally yeah. oh my god i have to watch this movie again with like the sound on yeah it's uh gonna be going so we got a lot of uh, writers there but if you notice at the bottom harold ah. ramus was on there uh but the writers were steve campman uh who else william porter uh steve uh wrote on wkrp in cincinnati uh and he wrote in rodney dangerfield special uh campman and porter co-wrote clifford the uh, movie with charles groden and martin short and that was funny. I was wondering why they kept showing this fat and tall shop in the yeah. opening montage there, but here we go. Yeah. yeah. The shot at the very end, too, there's a shot of him golfing at the very end of that montage, and that's actually a shot taken directly from Caddyshack. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And uh, so the, uh, the second writer, I don't know the order in which people wrote and stuff like that, but PJ Torquevay. Uh, he was a guy from Toronto. He wrote on WKRP in Cincinnati as well, and he wrote Caddyshack too. Right on. Yeah, but then Harold Ramis, it sounds to me, just based on my research, it sounds like he was the last guy to come in, like he was the guy to come and punch it up and do all that stuff because it was actually his idea to make Rodney rich. Originally, he was supposed to be a poor guy who went back to school, and I'm like, it's way funnier because he's rich. Yes, like, absolutely. Did you hear all the shit that they said in that ad right there? Yeah. <laughs> that was way good. Uh, the, the new Hindenburg line. Oh, absolutely. It's the bla- oh, it's the, t- the tagline of it was, if you want to look skinny, stand next to a fat person. Yeah, which apparently he took that line right from uh, an appearance he made on uh, the Jackie Gleason show. Right. So that was... Yeah, that was a little joke that they had on that one, and I guess he just took directly from that. Um, Rodney Dangerfield, it was funny because I was looking at his IMDb, and it's actually kind of astounding how little, like, meaningful stuff he was in. <laughs> I was going to ask when this was in regards to his career, so he must be it was, apt- obviously popular if he's in a movie. It was oh right off. Lord. It was right off of Caddyshack. Right after it. Yeah, so it's so it's Caddyshack, then this, and Easy Money. 
He did Rover Dangerfield, Ladybugs, Natural Born Killers, Meet Wally Sparks, Little Nicky. I mean, there's other stuff in there, but well, no, there's other stuff in there, but it's like the Onion movie and like it's a bunch of like what the hell, but like really, as far as starring roles for the guy, and he wasn't the star of Little Nicky or Natural Born Killers. That's basically it for him. He was primarily a stand-up and spent most of his time just like, you know, he's responsible for like Sam Kinison and Jim Carrey and Bob Saget and all kinds of guys like that. Yeah, for sure. Did Uh, they even eat any of that meal there? Like, what was the point of sitting down there with all that food for Christ's sakes? Oh, you know, it's just keeping them tall and fat for the tall and fat (laughs) sharp. Uh, this is Keith Gordon playing Jason here, playing his son. Uh, he was in Jaws 2 and Christine and I Love Trouble. He's been a... Uh, Christine! Dor- yeah. Dude, good call. I just watched Christine recently. Oh, nice. Bad Apple in that one. Oh. And that spoils the whole bunch, I'm told, according to the Jackson <laughs> yeah, well, 5. It certainly does, buddy. Uh, and then uh, he became a director, though, so he directed 10 episodes of Dexter, which is like a big chunk when you think about it. He's got uh, Dexter eyes. That makes sense. He looks like a serial killer. There you go. Uh, he also directed episodes of Fargo and Homeland and uh, some other like Nurse Jackie, things like that. So he's like deep into the, the cable verse. William freaking hey, is Zabka. That... Johnny is that buddy from Cobra Kai and Karate yeah. Kid. Yes, it certainly is. So uh, the, I forgot what his hair looked like in this movie. I just pictured him as Johnny from it Cobra looks... Kai. But he's got it looks a, almost as glorious as mine does right now. Oh, he's got beautiful. I'm talking downstairs and upstairs. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Both sets. And to people who have not seen Cobra Kai, go check it out. I mean, William Zabka, for a guy who's basically his career, like, went to nothing, like, after the 80s finished, uh, like, just comes out on all cylinders. He kicks ass in that movie. He's so good. Do you notice how Buddy was like a towel boy? Like, that's <laughs> of yesteryear, eh? Oh, God. Like, and he was like totally cool. They're all like sweaty as shit. And they're yeah. coming out. They're like ra- slapping him with the towel. I'm like, yeah. look. Yeah, I know. I just, they're, well, at least they're swimmers and not like football players. This is Adrian Barbeau playing his girlfriend because in, in movies, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, you know, can get all the ladies, even though his comedy is always about how like ugly his, his wife is and stuff like that. Oh, my wife, she's so ugly. Oh, oh. I, I don't even have a. Well, no, that's the point, right? Even though she's yeah. not like, yeah, a, and, like you know, Bob Rooney or something would talk about his bitch wife, and then you see her, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like some old battle axe or anything, some gorgeous thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this one he gave he gives himself a couple of hot love interests, but this is the first one is all. <laughs> Wouldn't you? What the hell? I know. I kind of get it. It's like the whole Seth Rogen thing. He's always like, you see my five wives. He, all of them were hot. Yeah. Oh my God. I, it was funny. Cause I mentioned meet Wally Sparks in my thing. And that's always, we've told the story before, but it's still one of my favorites. We went to, it's the only time where we went to a movie. Four of us went to the movie and we were the only four in the theater. Oh my God. That's right. So we all sat, we sat separate from each other, like a good 20 seats apart in like different corners of the theater and just yelled jokes at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of the best. Fucking Rodney Dangerfield. He yeah. is he alive or no? No, no, he died. He died, eh? He's he's long dead. Whoa. Every shot of this movie, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god, look who it is. Oh, it's Buddy. Yeah, Robert Picardo. 
Robert Picardo rocking his Man, best. Always, the last time I saw him, he was making out with a gremlin chick. Yeah. He looks like Adam Covert in um, The Wedding Singer, the limo driver. Oh, or so Alan he just walked in and his wife making out with, the, oh my yeah. God, look at that. You would look so good in that jacket, man. Oh my God. Okay, you hit eBay and find me that coat and I will proudly sport it for the rest of my life. Oh my God. He needs those shades with like the slats, you know, like the. <laughs> He's got like a beat. He had like a Beetlejuice suit and tie on underneath. That oh. woman plays a great bitch. I'm sure. I think that's the girl that was in. Look at the twin mustaches um, in the background there. Sexy as fuck. There's Grace Jones and like Tom <laughs> Selleck. Yeah. I was going to. Uh... <laughs> Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore, yeah. <laughs> like the porn version of Roger nice. Moore. This is not the a terrible girl. idea, the sandwich that he's making, by the way. What is he doing here? He's, he's just he's just scooping all of the food from the party into this single sandwich. <laughs> They're all like laughing at him. <laughs> I like Europe. This is well, and this is like kind of like the ideal of because in Caddyshack, you know, like his whole comedy thing is I get no respect and his whole uh, and but then he ends up coming and being like a big rich guy in that, so he gets nothing but respect. Everybody loves him in that one. So this one, you got He had to be shit on somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting and amazing. Yeah, that is her. The, the lady that's playing his wife is like yeah. classic, like bitch lady. Yeah, yeah. She was in um, Creep Show, and and yeah. the guy was so pissed off with her that he threw her into the monster's clutches. Yeah, and uh, what else did she do? She was. What was it, she in Escape from New York? I want to say. Even yes, yes. even when her husband is like, uh, <laughs> "My wood." <laughs> I love that he just caught his wife like making out with some dude. Oh, I know. What's uh, What's better too is like <laughs> something I like to think about with Rodney Dangerfield. Like he didn't really come on and like get famous until like he was an old man. You know, he's one of those guys, like I said, like, think like um, Caddyshack wasn't his first role, but that was his breakout role. And it was right. just before this. Like, he's not a young dude. I don't know how uh, old he is here. He could be fucking like 80 for all I know in this friggin movie. <laughs> like he's already got the divorce ready to go. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is going to cost you plenty. Killer. That'd be amazing. So wait, wait. So, yeah, because like he was totally, I guess, popular later on in his in his life, but I wonder how long it took him. You got anything in there? Like when he started doing stand up, and how long it took him to no. get to his first movie? No, I don't. Well, I mean, he was a, a well established stand up at this point. Like he had his own clubs and stuff like that. So he'd been doing that since like the 70s. He had done a couple of acting roles. This is one of my favorite little bits. <laughs> but but something that will blow your mind this is a little piece of information in the 1950s he was an acrobatic diver in real life oh rodney gingerfield was? yes no i'm not saying that was him doing that dive by any no means. i know but, but like, he was at one point actually a diver yeah and there's paulie after he's done ruining rocky's life he's over there freeloading off a Fucking Rodney Dangerfield. Well, he's his bodyguard. He's he's earning his money. He, oh, he okay. earns his money way more than Polly earned his. You got to keep the babes off of the danger, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Beat him off with a stick. Fucking right. <laughs> oh, God. I, I love... There's something about a Rodney Dangerfield movie. It's just like warm soup. 
It's just it's warm soup. You know what? It, but it's just like it. It just makes it like it's just makes you happy. It's silly. It's like it's you know not. It's not expected to be fine dining. It's just something to just give you something. Just, you I, know? Love the, I love the faces he makes, man. Or is he just oh. now gonna go like uh, surprise his son? I guess yep. in uh, school. Yep. And uh, oh God, one of my favorite like Rodney Dangerfield lines again. It's in Meet Wally Sparks. He gets stabbed in the butt with like a fencing sword. He's like, "Oh, he got me right in the touche." <laughs> oh, that movie was something special. That movie was something special, eh? <laughs> it really was. Meet Wally Sparks. The only Greek I know owns a coffee shop on the street. <laughs> it's just, it reminds me of, you remember that episode? Oh, there was a girl I just saw in the background. That's hilarious. Some girl was like jumping to like get the camera's attention. It was obviously oh just God. like a, it was obviously somebody who didn't know they were filming and they just saw a camera. They're like, look at me, look at me. It was very brief though. So he acts, I think he's in like the wrong building. He's in like the sorority or something. I believe that's the case. Cause I just saw some girl go by with like a, her hair up in a towel. Mm-hmm. I hear yeah. What are you in there taking a shower? Let me open up the door and talk to you, my son. Yeah, that's a, oh, yeah. that's also just a weird thing. Oh, I forgot there was nudity in this movie. Like who the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because he down there, jerk. He's a rich New Yorker who has his name on buildings and then goes and peeps on young girls. We've never heard of that guy before. I love because that's what and you would go people. do. Don't have any kids. <laughs> I do like I I like the rich version of Rodney Dangerfield. I kind of wish that I I feel like that's what he'd be like in real life. Oh, Tony Stark in his college days is here. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, oh yeah, he just like like broke up with like flock of seagulls, and now yeah. he's like back to school here, bad. What a beautiful young man he was. Look at him. That's Jesus. hilarious. What's what's hilarious? I didn't realize he was actually on SNL while this was going on. Like I knew he was on SNL. That's not the news, but the fact that he was basically like during the week flying back and forth between LA and New York to shoot this and then go back and be there in time for the lives. I love that like Rodney Dangerfield just so they can show some like titty. Yeah. He just goes into who knows who's in there? He doesn't even ask hello. He doesn't know what house he's in. And someone's just in the shower. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I'll just go surprise my son, who's obviously in this shower, mm-hmm. by just opening the friggin', you know, shower window. Well, of course. And seeing the person. What would you do? Hey, oh, shit. No, don't worry about it. We're fine. You know what I would have done? Not that, buddy. Not that. <laughs> yeah, this the screen sharing is a tough thing. I'm I'm looking things up at the same time as we're doing other stuff. I love uh oh god, yes. If only Rodney Dangerfield would show up in my I dorm know. room. Oh, he's got a pretenders poster there. Man, I remember when I was in school, I had to like sleep all the time. Like everybody was like, Oh, there's Todd like sleeping on the on the couch, like downstairs again. And it was like as my roommate was such a wiener bag, he'd always be like can I have the room? Because he would always be like arguing with his girlfriend over some bullshit. I'd be like, oh my God, I should have just stayed. I should have been like, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, daddy's sleeping here today. He's like, I wish ahead. I had like the Technomancer here as my. Imagine like the, 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 like, it hasn't gone off the rails yet, Robert Downey Jr. He was probably a laugh. Oh, God. Uh, I heard that, I guess, um, him and William Zabka would hang out in like their trailer and just like jam. Rodney Dan- uh, Robert uh, Danny Jr. would play his keyboard and William Zabka would play guitar. 
and Rodney would rap. Yes. My name is Rodney Dangerfield. I'm here to say I get little respect in a major way. Whoa, you know, whoa, I whoa. wonder if it's on Spotify. I should I should find it and look it up. Oh tonight. my god, that'll be funny. It's um, gotta be on there. Yeah. So the movie actually blew me away too. This is actually the sixth highest grossing film of 1986. No way. No way, indeed. um, Crocodile Dundee was was a higher rated comedy. This was the second highest rated, uh, highest grossing comedy of the year. Uh, But the year, the week it came out, which this is actually really funny because the movie that it beat, Top Gun, which we just did. No way. Uh, but it knocked it out of number one, in fact. But Back to School and Ferris Bueller's Day Off both came out on the same day. And Back to School beat Ferris Bueller's Day Off in its opening week. I could see how, yeah, that could happen right off the, you mm-hmm. know, the whole thing with the Robert Downey. And then people start talking like, oh, did you see, you know? Yeah. But to give you a really 1980s look at... Uh, the box office. So it was back to school, Ferris Bueller's day off, top gun, Cobra, raw deal, poltergeist to, uh, two, uh, short circuit space camp. Wow. So, I mean, it was just a whole bunch of shit. I love this. I really like their father son relationship. Like he does love his dad. Um, okay. Oh so my God. If this was made now, that character by Ned Beatty would be Andy Richter. I know. I forgot that he was in this because I know M. Emmett Walsh is in this and I thought that was him off to the side, but yep, nope, Ned Beatty. Um, who else? Uh, so the following week, sorry, in uh, the box office, uh, Karate Kid Part 2 knocked back to school out of the number one spot. Legal Eagles was uh, the number two movie that week. What do we got the following week? Um Back to School went back up to number two behind Karate Kid 2. Ruthless People and Running Scared, Labyrinth all came out that week. Back yeah. in the day, man, that's when you could actually go to the movies a bunch of times. It doesn't cost like a hundred friggin' dollars. This is why nobody, this is why no movies made the the money that it does now, though, because it's like, holy crap, like 10 movies a week came out. So um, yeah. Back to School went back down to number three the next week. The movies that came out that week, but none of them even cracked the top five. It was Psycho 3, Great Mouse Detective, About Last Night, Under the Cherry Moon, and Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, Psycho 3. Under the Cherry Moon, I think I just did. That's the one with Prince, isn't it? It is. I have, is it? Yeah, that's Prince. That's a, a movie that Prince directed. Oh my God! Under the cherry, you ha- I don't even know that movie. I I didn't even know it existed, and then it, uh, how did this get made? Did a uh, did it like a, a little while ago? And I won't listen to that episode, and it blew my fucking mind. Uh, but yeah, I just I couldn't get over. I guess just because Rodney Dangerfield was that hot at the time, coming off of Caddyshack, like everybody was all in on this movie. Fucking right they were. Uh, you right. gotta need your feel. This guy, I feel like you cut and paste this guy out of every movie that features a college. Oh yeah, totally. Like whose butler is he? Yeah, no, he's nobody's oh, butler. He's, he's the oh, he's the dean. Yeah, no, the dean is Ned Beatty. This is like some like I don't know what he I think he's just like a professor, right? But he's just like Oh, he's another professor he's a, at he's the a school. Ten, okay. He's yeah. a tenured professor. So what are they? What are they discussing? Uh, putting him on? I don't let th- him go back to school. I th- I think that's basically it. He's like, what right does he have to study at this institute of higher learning type thing, right? Oh, he's the going to be the crusty dean character. Yeah, he's going to be the guy getting the bra bra with whipped cream in it on his face. Yep. 
Or is it whipped cream? Patty brain. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> just for funsies, I do myself a, a self panty raid every couple of weeks just to keep uh, just to keep everything up and going. You know? No, I get it. It's very very sad to just go in and like, yeah, I got my underpants. <laughs> yeah, I make it like a whole it's like a heist movie. We did it. Uh, I a love ceremonial shovel. Well, because he's he's breaking dirt or he's breaking ground. This is how he got into the school was by like buying them a new building, essentially. Aw, see, yep, there you go. Come up and <laughs> you see how it works. I think he's gonna have a lot more come up and go come up and in. Uh, <clears throat> I could follow uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s fashion through this, like. I, I could just focus on that and then we could just talk about him until we see him next. Cause he oh has, my God. he's got like a JLo number of like wardrobe changes. What, where are they? Like what school is this? Did they ever mention Like what city are they? they do. I, I don't know what city they're in specifically, but it couldn't be that far if they drove any town from USA. Yeah, pretty much. I'm surprised somebody's not punching like, uh, or like beating up on, uh, Oh, it's what's her yep. name? Yeah, from uh, Weekend at Bernie's. No, that's yeah. She was a Weekend at Bernie's. Was it Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, well, I believe she was. She a looks weekend. like Marvel chick. Marvel who? She looks like uh, what's her name? She works for Shield. Oh God, no, Colby Smulders. Yeah, that's her. That is a hundred percent not her. Colby Smulders would have been like probably yeah, like exact six right when here. this movie came out. She's just a sexy older lady, man. Now, yes. Is that who she? Is that chick? That chick wasn't. Who was she in Weekend at Bernie's? Bernie? Yes, she was Bernie. I think here. Let me. (laughs) I'm just. I'm just double checking this information right now for you. It's uh, Terry Farrell. If I'm not mistaken. He's like I like weird guys who wear business suits and other guys who I don't know. Guys that are in some kind of weird. Transsexual techno band. <laughs> okay, well, the person I'm looking at right now, I don't even know. I think it's Valerie is who this is. And she, okay, so she wasn't in that, but she's definitely not Marvel chick either. Um, she was. Of course, in... you would look at this blonde god. Look at the hair on him. Yeah, she has every right to. She has every right to. And she knows that he beats up wimps like those guys. <laughs> uh, she was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. There you go. As That's it. That's where I'm thinking of. Jadzia Dax. That's a great name. Dax. Dax. She was in Becker. Okay. So you got that going. She's not in. She's not the girl. Oh, no. That's little Kobe Smulders. Was yeah. Kobe Smulders in that stupid How to Date My How How daughter? I Met Your Mother? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's her. All right. <laughs> Yes, she she only aged one year in the twenty years between the two shows. Uh oh, they're not going to believe this. That guy looks like a fifty year old. Yeah, well, they all. That's the thing about then. You either oh, looked shit. like you were nine, or you looked like you were. You know, you could have been the professor. Okay, so this is the states, and there's no sounds. Whether a gun went off or somebody no. just like shit on the floor. No, they made um, they Bruce they made it seem like Bruce Springsteen was there. So because they're trying to uh, register for classes, cut the line. <laughs> yeah, so they just cut the line. Where is he? Oh lordy! What an amazing idea! That's like ambulance chasing. 
That is pretty. Uh, hey, I think I think it's brilliant. And now they can go get everything they need. Used books. What are you gonna do? I'm a rich guy over here. Ho ho ho. <laughs> did, did I nail oh, it? it is too. Look, he is. Mm-hmm. These have already been read. I love th- I love that concept. Exactly. Uh, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that when I went to friggin' university. I was oh. like, the books are just what a like a scam. Yeah, and I the was worst. Like, this is unreal. You're gonna charge me this much for a book? It's not even Stephen King or Richard Bachman or nothing. Yes, if it's not Richard Bachman, I don't want it. I know what the fuck. But well, that's what cr- what crushes me. Uh, you could like is and then because they get you because you, it's like oh I'm gonna buy a used copy of the book. Nope, sorry, we got a new edition this year. And it's the the page numbers are all one off, so you couldn't possibly catch up. This guy's amazing. He's about Shakespeare for everybody. So something I didn't realize, I probably like I've seen the movie and I didn't just really think about it. But this Sally Kellerman, she played Hot Lips Houlihan, not in the TV version of Mash, but the movie. Oh, so that's like her big kind of claim to fame. Now she's also in. Uh, she was in Meatballs Three. She uh, narrated the uh, less than successful animated movie Delgo. She was in Young and the Restless for a while. She was on Marin. Uh, and then just a really weird piece of uh, trivia that I came across. <laughs> I always love that joke. The first time I ever saw that joke was in the movie. It was in the Beatles help. And it was fantastic. It's just such a, it's just such a dumb thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, the Sally Kellerman uh, trivia thing that I found that, to be the best. Harrison Ford built her deck back in the seventies. Yeah, that's how he was found. Yeah, he was like he was a carpenter back in the day. But that's that's somebody who actually purchased labor from him. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure he gave up the floor game to be an actor. Yep. There's no money in totally. acting, man. Like, why didn't somebody tell that guy? Totally blew Stick it. With floors. You know how many plane crashes he would have been in had he just stuck to, stuck to that? Probably only like two. <laughs> Ooh, the quick and the oh, dead. He's stuck in his class. Oh, of course he is. I like this school. That looks like Paul McCartney in the background of like the shot when it goes back to uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Look at the top right. Oh fuck! You can't. He's in the back row there. You can they'll see zoom him. in. Wait, they'll, they'll zoom. They'll they'll get another close up. But he looks he looks so much like him. Oh god! This I, reminds I'm... me of when I was in university, and we had to do like this mixed classroom all the time with the dancers, and the dancers were absolutely gorgeous. Like yeah. every single their seats. Oh. And yeah. every time, uh, or the one time, some the one dude in our class had like a fart box. It was like a box that would make fart noises on a remote control. Oh, yeah. buddy there. Yeah. So he totally looks like him, eh? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm he's not crazy. Two over. He's two over. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, top right there. Yeah. Right there. So much like and, him. And and so the one guy put the, cause everybody would, you know, always sit in like the same spots. Right. Yeah. So the guy hit, hit the box over where a bunch of the girls sit and he was just letting it rip the whole time. And it was amazing. Cause the first time it was like, they're all looking around like, Oh my God, one of us just farted. And then it was like them. You could hear them whispering like, are you farting? She's like, no, I'm not farting. You're farting. <laughs> it was just a great moment of these beautiful women uh, accusing each other of ripping these dirty farts. Takes me back to Harold and Kumar with battle shits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining everything. You're ruining everything with your girl butts. 
Is he going to, uh, well, they do, well, chick farts are weird because they hold them in for too long and we're not used to smelling them. Yeah. So when they do fart, it's like weird. Well, I mean, it's I. Like a synthetic fake version of like a man fart. I have a weird uh, subscription service. I smell women's farts all the time. Oh, yeah. I smell women's <laughs> queefs. Oof. <laughs> Oof, my goof. There's, hey, there's Rodney two people in the it. back back row that weren't there before. What the hell? These they guys joined just joined the class? Yeah, you know what I mean? They're like it's like they're sitting at the they're sitting at or they probably heard Rodney Dangerfield. It's like, is that fucking Rodney Dangerfield arguing with a teacher? I really, really like this though. It's a very cool idea because he's teaching business and he's like, oh, I'm a guy who's a friggin' successful businessman. And he's nailing him down. <laughs> Talking about bribing oh, the people. Oh, <laughs> you tell him what's up, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> it's not part of the legitimate business world. You should have been like, yeah, you just, you know, scare him with a gun. Yeah. It always reminds me of that episode of The Office where um, Steve Carell goes to Ryan's business class. And then Ryan basically just like tells him how he works at this paper company and how it's like an obsolete thing. And basically says that like everything that he's done is wrong and that the company's gonna like go under and all this shit and then he just like destroy he just like rips them apart and he's like he hasn't even made a sale and he lit the kitchen on fire when he tried to make toast <laughs> got another sale uh ding well like in Seinfeld got another sale yeah. mister whatever yeah his I... phone's not even plugged in <laughs> He like does uh, Dangerfield's kid there. Does he not strike you oh as, as a uh, like Stallone Junior? Oh, Sam Kinison. Origin oh my god. Originally, I guess Bob Saget was supposed to play this role because he was friends with uh, Dangerfield, but they didn't think he could be like as intense as they needed him. So then Rodney Dangerfield uh, suggested Sam Kinison, and no one like oh god, I could I can't get enough saying Sam Kinison. We lost him way too young. Oh, yes. Like, he died, like, what was that, like, 1990 or something like that. He died shortly after he was on Married with Children. He did, like, a Christmas episode or whatever. It's the only oh, time. Man, that would be awesome. Who's going to scream out here? Oh, this is uh, brilliant. I, I think I might actually I might actually uh -oh. put the, uh, the audio up for a second. I don't usually do this during the movies, but I don't think Rodney will sue he's dead. All right, we're going to hear just a little bit. Is she right? Oh, sweet. Because <laughs> I know that's the popular version of what went on there. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in the classroom, <laughs> hoping I was right, thinking about it. I was up on my knees in rice patties with guns and Edward going up against Charlie, slugging it out with him while pussies <laughs> like you were back there partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle album. Oh, oh! <laughs> Oh, we paused for a second there. I love how he just screams <laughs> right in her face. And it's, uh, he does have, like, I wonder what he would look like as an old man. Everybody in this movie looks like M.M. at Walsh a little bit. So I, I wonder if he would just look like that as well. Would he have like big bushy sideburns <laughs> or just his ear hair flows into it? What is this guy teaching like history? Yeah. Like the war? What? Mm-hmm. Those rice eaters back to the Great Wall of China. <laughs> he throws the Say it! 
the, these two. But you're a pussy wimp. I can't. Uh, you can tell too just how much <laughs> fun. Like that is. good answer. You can. You can actually see when he throws the desk, you can actually see that um, Rodney Dangerfield is laughing <laughs> in that because he was just a. Uh, he, he, he really seems yeah, to care. He just <laughs> kept lo- like every time they did the take, he just kept losing it. So they're just like, all right, fine. We'll just we'll just leave it. And it's fine. <laughs> I love that because he just keeps laughing. <laughs> Those are the best. You hear about those every now and again. It's like they couldn't seem to get through it and they're just deal with it. It was like any time working with Chris Farley. Yeah, exactly. They were just like laughing their balls off. They can't even they can't keep their shit oh. together. Yeah. It's Where like, are we here? Like the teacher parent teacher meeting or some oh no, it's like a, a parent teacher meeting. Yeah. No, it's another class. Oh, and look Ooh. who's teaching it. Uh-uh. Hot At least lips this girl is clearly going to turn out to be like his love interest and they they don't hook him up with some young like yeah. You know, freshman, although I'm sure the ladies would be all over because they know he got mad cash. Plus, yeah. he's Rodney Dangerfield. He's handsome as fuck. Yeah. It just blows my mind, too. Like, when you look at her, like, she looks so much like Houlihan from MASH, right? And she was Houlihan from MASH, just the other one. The other the original ooh, like one. The switch they did on uh, Thing, right? Yeah. She was Houlihan to, uh, uh, what's his face, to uh, Donald Sutherland and, um, Elliot Gould's Hawkeye and what's his face there? You know, like guys, was he just like trying to <laughs> suck on her boob? <laughs> the best thing is she didn't know him from any, like she didn't know him from a Caddyshack. Cause I guess like that had, I don't even know if that had come out when they had shot this or it had just come out or whatever it was. But the, uh, uh, the whole, like she knew him from like a series of Bud Light commercials. That was like his, Oh, kind of, like kind of like how Ernest had right. came out of commercials, so did he. And she's like, "Oh, I knew him from that." She's like, "Oh, I get to play his love interest." Like, "Ooh, I've made it." And then she's like, "And then, <laughs> but but then she's like, then I met him, and it was like, oh, it was amazing." <laughs> so I guess he was pretty cool in real life, eh? He seemed to be a really cool dude. Um, there's a great uh, story apparently that uh, William Zabka told about. He passed by him one day and he was wearing a robe and it was the morning and he's and he was walking off to somebody. He's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm off to the sauna. I got to sweat the sweat the pot out. He's like, <laughs> he, he's like, you're young. You can take it, but I got to get it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he just. He didn't like he, he didn't like abuse his body, abuse his body, but it's just like I feel like it was just for his age. He was just doing so much that he like. Like, I don't know that he was a cokehead or anything like that, but it just feels like, you know, when you see like an old person eat ba- like regular bacon and you're like, ah, should you be doing that? <laughs> like, it's like every decision he made. So like, I'm going to go on a motorcycle. Really? Because that might be the last thing you do. He's living, man. He's I living. Guess. Well, not anymore. He's dead. Now I'm living. Well, when he was living, he yeah. was living. Yes. He was alive, Joe. Uh, I don't know. I've been dead inside since the beginning. Uh oh, she's having other feelings downstairs for that crazy stuff. Yeah. She's gonna be banging one of her students. Yeah. That's gross. That's hot. Um, what was just crazy there is he just like made like a full on like accurate Wonder Woman reference. So he's like got some secret nerd going. Oh, did he now? Yeah. I'll never like forget Bastin. Is I Bastin. Yeah, I can't look. Uh, 
I, I can't look at Wonder Woman the same again ever since I watched that. It was that AMC show all about comics. And it was just about how, like, the guy who created uh, Wonder Woman was, like, a super, like, uh, bondage. Like, he was super into bondage, and that was the whole oh, point. Oh, like, yeah, the, yeah. The rope and stuff like that was, like, to tie, like constantly be tying people up and... So basically, That's why it's the rope of truth. If you tie a rope of any kind around someone's genitals and yeah. yank on it, they will tell you the truth. Yep. And then I guess, um, what's his face or what's Batman is probably for the fetish for people who have dead parents. It's like, oh god, it's so hot that your parents are dead. <laughs> is are those speakers? What the hell are those on his shirt? Is this his first Iron Man suit? Oh my god, you might be right. It's a double. It's like the '80s version yeah. of his heart. Yeah, he needs he needs two arc arc reactors to power They're his solar Walkman. powered arc reactors. Yeah, and it's just powering his Walkman with those shitty headphones. You remember those headphones? I love them. Those were the truly the worst. Like, like I've I've had fortune cookies that were made of stronger stuff than those headphones. The, those are the ones that I remember. Like he used to get it like the on the plane. Yeah, like you to buy a pair of headphones like this is the worst piece of trash. I remember oh, when he's I a diver just like his old yep, man. Exactly. It's a good dive. Oh, he's good too. It was a nice dive. You should respect that. He's not your towel. Oh boy yeah, anymore. doesn't this whole like thing come down on like the dive at the? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is the greatest thing. Uh, I love this little <laughs> his little pre dental work. You don't want to pull a hammy in mid flip. Yeah. Oh. Did you notice he had uh, he had like a hairpiece on the back of his uh, like obviously again not him but whoever that was like a little like flap of hair went out but you could see some skin underneath it. It was like an I'm gonna get you sucker when the stunt ah! fighting happened. Yes. There he is, M. Emmett Walsh. We've talked about him plenty, and he's finally here. Um, arguably the coolest career of anybody in this movie, as far as the types of movies he was in. So in Escape, oh, I was in everything. Yeah, so in Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Serpico, Slapshot, The Jerk, Reds, Blood Simple, The Pope of Greenwich Village, Critters, Red Scorpion. Uh, he was actually a, a voice reenactor in Ken Burns' Civil War documentary. He was in Free Willy 2, which isn't, I'm not saying that that's like one of his great moments. <laughs> what uh, are you talking about, yeah. man? He was in the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. He was in Wild Wild West, Iron Giant, uh, recently in Knives Out. Wait a second. So, okay, Free Willy 2 yeah. is sort of weird because it's kind of like Canada's worst driver 10. Yes. Where it's like you're actually Canada's 10th worst driver. Yes. Willie's already free. Yes. So what are they freeing him from? Is his now because he's a celebrity, no. he's addicted to no, what you drugs and dope. Yeah. And no, he, yeah, he's, he's, so they, they shoot him in the head. He's like, you're finally free, Willie. Free. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I picture he jumps over the fence and then that's the end of that movie or he jumps over the wall or whatever. But then the beginning of the next movie is right after Karate Kid style. And then it goes, looks over and then there's another wall and you realize, he he wasn't free. He still has to get over the next wall. It so, was just like a trek. Yeah, like they just build you up just to tear you down. Mm -hmm. You think you're in the ocean, and when you look up, you're in another cave or cage that's even smaller. Yeah. I like because he looks like such a football coach here, but he's the diving coach. It went for <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah. Like where he is, like spent his entire uh, college education on like hair nets and weird clothing <laughs> to wear. 
Yeah. Well, this is what made him all brat pack. Like this is, he's like everything I learned about acting. I learned, I learned from uh, the wardrobe people in John Hughes movies. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> this is everyday outfit. This is yeah. not a costume. Something I actually learned uh, from, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Ready Player that Two. Order that lady yes. gave you. Yes. No, from Ready Player Two is that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was supposed supposed to play Ducky, in uh, who is Ducky? In uh, what is it? Sixteen Candles. Sixteen. He should have played Long Duck Dong. Yes. He played a black man. He can play an Asian guy. Yeah, he can do it. See, we've all said. We've all accepted as a culture, uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing anything, especially blackface. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and he's playing in that new movie that he's in, that uh, All-Star Weekend or whatever. He's playing Mexican Stranger, so. Oh, yeah, All-Star Weekend. That movie looks awesome. Yeah, I still haven't I, seen anything I think, on it. I think. I think. I don't know. It could be the worst thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I've seen or read a synopsis of that yeah. movie, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm not convinced it's a movie, to be frank. You can be frank. I'll be Susanna. Yes. Oh, my God. You want to join me with that old rummy? Yeah, it's exactly. like passed out in that bench over there. Like, yeah. As soon as he wakes up, he's virile. <laughs> this looks like it's the bar from uh, Roadhouse. Like, that Probably could be... Is. Like that should be like Keith David in the back, like serving drinks. And then Oh, never mind, he's hitting on him. Here we go, yeah. buddy. You know what? When you go to a bar, it's like everybody's of age. Once you get in the ring, yeah. you know, you can lock up with anybody. <laughs> I oh God. Eighties girls were just like this. I know, right? She's like, I love an old man that smells like someone else's feces. <laughs> That's how dirty he is. He doesn't even smell like he he shit his own pants like yeah. someone else did it. And here we have. Oh, my God. Is this Huey Lewis the news? No, it's Oingo Boingo. Oh, my God. Where? Oh, wait, no, uh... it's the house party was Oingo Boingo, isn't it? That's hilarious because that's Buddy. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. That is hilarious. Uh, I, do, I gotta look up the picture of Oingo Boingo. Did Oingo Boingo do weird science? No. Oh, maybe because they, that's hilarious that it turned out that this movie was scored by Danny Elfman. Because I was literally gonna say because I can't hear anything, yeah. I was gonna make the theme song for this movie Weird Science. <laughs> that would work. But I don't know. It, it would make more sense. Well, that seems like I made it up in the moment, but I didn't. <laughs> Where's the party at? They should have the party already. It's, this whole movie should have just been one long. Anyway, you yeah. want it? That's the way. I know, right? Oh, oh, they're partying here, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's everything the is white. a small party leading to a slightly bigger party leading to the next like party. The, the white pointer sisters. So this is an, actually an interesting thing too. Of the two movies, the number one and two movie that came out this week, both of them had this song being sung by the star of the movie. Oh no way! Because twist That's this probably what did it. Yeah, it's twist and shout here, and then sung in by uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, you guys are cool enough to get in. Well, maybe hairdo there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you, little miss. I'm a bad. Oh, he's we'll gonna see. get all ladies after this, buddy. <laughs> Once you buy a lady like a whole tray of shooters, man, you will look like anybody they want. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is annoying. One of those, it's kind of like Russian roulette that they don't know because one of the shots has a roofie in it. (laughs) Which one of those girls is Danny Elfman? (laughs) She's two of the, I I think that Oigo Bongo is actually the house party later on. I don't think that (laughs) this, it was him. Everybody's Oigo Boingo. I just know that Oigo Boingo does perform in this movie, but that wasn't them. I'm looking at very weird photos, like, because I looked them up to see, like, I'm like, is it was that him? Because I don't really rec- remember what the lead singer looked like. And then I looked it up, and that's definitely not him. But then there's a picture of, like, a bunch of the former members, but it's, like, current day, and it's very sad looking. The one guy kind of... Yeah. Apparently, I felt bad William Zabka, I guess, tried to make himself... Uh, like a like more of a silly bad guy, like kind of likable and kind of like whatever. But uh, they kept cutting the stuff out and the director came up to him and is like, no, we want more of like uh, Johnny from Karate Kid. And so like we want oh. you to be like a giant. So he was like, oh, I guess I'm typecast. I guess that's what I, who I am now. I'd be all right with that. I'd yeah. get a couple movies in as one of these. Uh, I'd make the money and run. Yeah, I'm actually semi-convinced that he is being Tony Stark. Like, he's super, he's a smart dude. He's just slacking off because he's smart enough that he doesn't need to actually do the work. Well, exactly. He's uh-huh. going to just, you know, make a bill. Well, he's he's going to take tips from uh, businessman Rodney here. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's that's it. Then he's yeah. going to make all his own money. And then you're going to find out that Burt Young's son is John Favreau's character, Happy. <laughs> Whoa. I don't feel like that's it. I feel like there's a possibility that I could do that. I don't know that they're that hard to crush. You try one, bud. I don't know. I've, I haven't the seen one of those things in ages. In, oh, fuck, that's all they were, they were waiting. Yeah. That place was like a, like a, like a Tinder box waiting to go up, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's kill him. Tinder box. Isn't that what you call your phone? Yes. Hello. I. That's actually what I call my vagina. Ew. Because it's ready to go up in flames any minute, baby. <laughs> it's very, very dry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, there's some sailor chick sharing a beer. Oh my that god, was, I'm gonna pick the guy that up. That was the worst shot of picking somebody up over your head that I've ever seen. <laughs> Look at me, you still got him. I love it. Boom. <laughs> He's dead. Yep. Chicks love it when you kill a guy in a bar fight. I yeah, I agree. At least they're rocking, eh? Fucking rock and Rodney. <laughs> so when does the plot of this movie kick in? Or is there we in? The whole, hey, it's like Billy. It's like <laughs> Billy Madison. The plot is I'm going to school. Now he's at school, so the plot is underway. He's it there. Is weird. It is underfoot. Yeah. Movie's called Back to School. I'm at school. What's next? Go stay at school. What happens at the end? I don't know. I finish school. I guess. <laughs> he passes. I feel like he gets a four year degree in like a month and a half. Oh, The Great Gatsby. I hate that book. You ever read that book? No, I've never read that book. Ugh. I'm too busy. I just I just got the uh, the uh, first book in the Thrawn trilogy. So I, I, I'm. Yeah. I, that's that's the direction Ooh. I'm going down. Ooh, he's going to go out of school. I've still got a couple of books that I got to read at home, too. I've got I've still got the disaster artist that I have yet to read. Yo, that looks like Toronto. That looks like, uh, uh yeah, that, uh, that can't be. Yeah. Way. No, it was shot. You, you never know. It might be. This was shot primarily in Wisconsin. Like all the outdoor stuff was shot primarily in Wisconsin, but all the indoor stuff was shot in California. Ah, uh, 
So it's, I think they went to Wisconsin cause they wanted kind of like a, like a not distinct college look. Like they didn't want palm trees or any of that stuff. Can you imagine Rodney Dangerfield having sex yeah. with someone. I I only I imagine that, but something that we don't we didn't uh, land on quickly enough. The house that they are in right now that they showed from the outside. This is the house that Jamie Lee Curtis babysat in during Halloween. Oh my god! So shit's about to go down. Or has gone down, and she got this. And she got this very cheap as a result. Oh yeah, who didn't see the movie? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious, eh? Yeah, I get it though. I um, just installed a new TV for my mom. Her her TV was dying, so she bought a new one and got it all set up for her. It has so many friggin' apps on it. I'm going to give a little shout-out to TCL if you want to send us a free TV each. Uh, but they have the uh, they have the Google, like the Android TV thing on it, and it's got so many friggin' like, cool apps. They had one that's just called Old Movies, and it's just a bunch of free movies, everything from like 1910 to 1960. I always thought that they should have like was it like a streaming thing? Yeah, it's tons. Like, I think of like like Turner Turner should do one because they get just tons of movies. Oh, they do. Well, actually, what's funny is um, like Amazon does a lot of that because a lot of studios are doing that themselves right now. Like MGM's doing that through Amazon and a couple of other ones. Like they're taking all their movies and because they don't want to start their own streaming service just for that they're selling like the rights to their streaming service to amazon so it becomes like an add-on to amazon it's cool of which this movie is actually a part are we watching that right now i i won't confirm they pay you for this no because nobody wants to pay me for anything i keep trying i keep trying so hard on this thing um oh who isn't attracted to teachers come on no that's like every friggin' movie i watch yeah they count as porns count as movies, right? Eh, yeah, I guess. As long as you watch like enough of it to understand what it's supposed to be about. Like if it's not it, oh my God, it has to not be a sign. Yeah. It has to not be a series of scenes. It has to be like I had plot. one I had one one time that there was like there was an actual plot to it and it was disturbing. It was terrifying. And yeah. it was all about like the one guy would like stare at the person and then they would like have powers over her. And then that oh was my God. So it's like sexual scanners. Kind of. There was a lot of explosions. I don't know if you could notice my nose just like about like 20 minutes into this movie, just like clogged up like nobody's business. And I'm ready to go now. there. Cocaine, Sally. I know. I guarantee you, if Rodney Dangerfield hung out with all these people, man, that's all I did was do cocaine. Yeah. Well, you got to keep that energy up. <laughs> no, he he strikes me as just a pot guy. Oh, no. You what? know what? He just said a joke that I say. What? I'm going to have to give him props now. Oh. I say a lot of the time, like, I, like during sex, I scream out my own name. <laughs> he just said there, he said his wife was so selfish during sex, she yeah. screamed out her own name. Oh, yeah. That's, that is an oldie, but a good, like, I mean, uh, the Trump roast, uh, Jeff Ross said that about Trump, too. Jeff. Yeah, I saw some commercial for, like, some kind of historical roasts. Oh, I think it was yes. on Netflix. I was like, well, historical roast. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So basically, they were like roasting some historical figure, and then everybody came in character 
of like a historical person who was around that person at the time. Right. So they so it would be like the same. It would be like if a roast for them happened. Oh, now, she just now. broke up with him. Yeah. Uh uh. <laughs> I I love a world where Oh, that's where you don't bring your old lady around Dangerfield, bud. Phew. Like what kind of like how do you feel as a man if Rodney Dangerfield stole your woman from you? I still I feel great. Yeah. So you did it. Like real I mean, Rodney. That, at least at least I would have lost it to a human man. Yes. I've lost women to pretty much everything but yeah. lesbianism, oh. old age, <laughs> uh, amputee-ism, uh, 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 like a lot of well, things. Well, how much got cut off that they left you? It was me. Oh. What did you get cut off? Oh, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, by the way. What <laughs> oh, is, here we oh, go. Look, look at that. Sex scene with Rodney Dangerfield. Look at that melanoma above his nipple. That's a third nipple, bud. Oh, that's gigantic. What's the deal? Ugh, poor. You notice you didn't actually see hands on body. Bert, like, I guarantee they asked Bert Ward there. No, Bert Young, not Bert Ward. Holy shit. Bert Ward. I, I, th- I think I've called him Bert Ward a number of times during this, too. I apologize to to Robin. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I bet you they asked Bert Young to do that. He's like, yeah, just like rub his leg. He's like, I'm not touching this man's leg. <laughs> If I touch this man's leg, my hands go around your throat next. Look at that giant toothbrush. This is the 80s for you. This the is toilet eight- brush, bud. Yeah, this is 80s set decoration in a nutshell. They just find, like, some big weird thing. They're like, throw it in the corner. It's the 80s. High five. <laughs> How old is Hopefully Rodney Dane's kill this movie? Let's, let's do the math. Let's get gross. Ooh. I almost accidentally paused the movie. That would have been What the frig? I'm sorry. It's true, buddy. You can't be sleeping your way through school. You can. I wish. You know, I have dreams all the time still where I'm like in university or school, whatever. I get that. I'm supposed to go like, and I know that like, like uh, uh, exams are coming up and I never (laughs) went to school. Like I never went to class. I love this Kurt Von. So he's got to write a paper about Kurt Vonnegut. (laughs) So he got Kurt Vonnegut to come. Dog. All right, let's look up. Oh, now he's going to teach this. Uh, is that the real? That's not really Kurt Vonnegut, is it? That was really Kurt Vonnegut who came in. Yes. So he was he was born in uh, November of 1921, and this came out in 1986. Whoa. So he was 65 or 64, given in this like, movie. How, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Right, and then if we go all the way back in his career, so he had done. He w- he was an uncredited onlooker in a movie in 1956. He was in two episodes of something called That's Life in the 60s. Then he was on um, the NBC Experiment in Television. He was in an episode in 1969. So he was like a comedian at this point. But Then he was in The Projectionist, playing Rinaldi in 1970. Then he played manager in Benny and Barney Las Vegas Undercover in 1977. Then Caddyshack. So, like, he had nothing of, like, substance prior to Caddyshack between his acting career of 1956 and 1977. So, 1980 comes 
I know. All the monkeys. Who's, who thinks they're going to leave Rodney Dangerfield alone with a couple of monkeys and nothing's going to happen? This, yeah, I feel like this was an improv. We're just going to, like, they they gave him monkeys who knew how to do a few things. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! These monkeys are probably murdered. That's, oh my God! This here is we an, go. Yeah, this is another big staple of. Uh... <laughs> See, anything, anytime you leave Rodney Dangerfield alone with something, a party happens. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. You're just hanging out. The pizza will kill the monkeys, yeah. but you know they had a great time. Who would be today's Rodney Dangerfield? Like, I don't know, man. They don't even they don't make them like that anymore, bud. There it is. But like like I'm just trying to picture who would be this. Like I loved in community, they did a very similar kind of thing and they got uh the creator of um Arrested Development came on the show as an actor playing Kugler. And he's like, I'm a cool guy. Like and he's just uh and like he's just like, I'm a cool guy. I get the chicks, and it was all that. And then they made like a trailer for his like college movie that was essentially this. And like you know, like there, uh, there's like a teachers' meeting or something, and he like drives up in a golf cart. He's like, mind if I play through? And like all that kind of stupid shit. <laughs> so, oh, because he's not there, so he hired her. I love this woman. Yeah. So he <laughs> is another person from, uh, or she is another person who also appeared in. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, but also she must be typing as he's saying yeah. this. Yeah, but that's the cool thing for her. So she was in the number one and two movie this week, and they both had the same song being sung by the lead males. Yep, and that's a weird coincidence. Yep, and that's a good point. Yeah, right. And then Rodney Dangerfield, Edie McClurg, and Robert uh, Downey Jr. all appeared together in Natural Born Killers. Why could you not do this? Like, why not? If I could hire yeah. a stenographer to come in and write everything you said down and then come and tell me, like, what's the problem? Yeah, it would be totally okay if you went to, uh, like, if, if you borrowed somebody's notes. Because, like, yeah, I missed yeah, the like, class. What the hell? Your notes? Why would this guy's like, you got to be here? Yeah. I think the only thing that he really had to go off of was just the fact that it was, like, distracting, that it was the stenographer, like, the. Aside, uh, but no, I think he had a major yeah. problem. Oh, he's with Rodney not being there. Oh, he, well, he definitely has it out for him just in general because he says he's not here to do the work and whatever. And he then stole his old lady. That secretary in the front there looks like it's Harold Ramis in a wig. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. It probably is. Is that Pat? Yeah. Yes. You. I think Harold Ramis was one of the writers on this. I think he was one of the producers too, or something. I don't know. I don't think he was a producer on this one, he, but he definitely I, I, I'm curious to see what made him come in. Well, I guess because he he was involved with Caddyshack, too. Right. So Rodney Pro, like this is I feel like a lot of this is just Rodney Powell, like at his most powerful, just calling people in like, hey, Harold, come on in. Write, write me Get some jokes on this thing. Have lunch with me. Hey. I oh, just think he's got another suit. Oh, they're watching the team woo. here. Here it is. This is where it's going to kick in. I love the idea of the diving team. Like, it's just like, it, it's so funny because like everything else, it's like, I, I get as a team sport, like, oh yeah, we're playing hockey, we're playing football, we're playing basketball. But then it's like, it's the diving team. Is this a thing? Diving is, this... is huge at this school. Apparently it's like how karate was in the karate kid. Like nobody, could, yep. like you couldn't, uh, 
you know, that whole valley area of California, you could not get enough friggin' karate. It's like everybody is like, uh, what did they say? What did he say in that? He, when he's talking to Elizabeth Shue, he's like, do you hear about the big karate tournament? She's like, who hasn't? Like tons of people do not know about karate tournaments. <laughs> who hasn't, bro? It's like being in a Green Bay territory, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were there were karate. They were young boy karate yeah. tournament area. I, I want to go to Green Bay and just go to random places and just say, "Hey, do you hear? Do you know there's a football team here? They're pretty new. They would literally kill you. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would. You melt. would be done before that even a- exited your mouth. You would have yeah. a bottle smashed over your head and you'd be stabbed. Yeah. Do you remember the um, the scene in Game of Thrones where he pours like the gold over Daenerys's oh, yeah. brother's head? There, we. Th- I would get that, but from cheese. Melted cheddar just over my melted head. hot burning cheddar. I'd love it. it like bubble the skin. I'm very confused as to what like because like you know they're spending all this. He doesn't seem even really jealous of him. He's just like you're gonna go hang out with him again. Ugh. It's like but come oh, back. He to... is, but he's he's too couth to show yeah. a hot head in public. Yeah, he'll go home and write an angry sonnet. <laughs> Are there angry sonnets? Oh, they're all angry. Nice. I watched a uh, was a newer newer episode of The Simpsons, and it was the whole episode was really a road trip movie between uh, Skinner and Chalmers. No, no way. And they pick up a group of uh, hitchhikers, and they're uh, Shakespeare improvisers, and it was quite funny. <laughs> it was quite humorous. Is this a dive that happens? This is a real dive. Like, do you dive from your feet? Like, I don't know enough about yeah, diving. I do it all the time when you watch the dive room. All I know is that the triple Lindy is a thing. I remember jumping off of one of those when I was very young. It's probably Brock University you're thinking. Yeah, I know it was Brock University. Uh, that was cool, man. Yeah, that was neat that you could just you could go there them. whenever to do like free swim and jump off that tower. Yeah. It's sort of like tobogganing. It's like I got to go up the hill one time and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a mountain. <laughs> I can't breathe. My legs hurt. I'm like, I could be at home watching TV. Well, that's why I like that water park at uh, Disney when because there's a ski lift that goes up to it. Oh, you know what? I saw this whole thing where they go through Ooh, Super Nintendo World. Bad dive, bad dive. Yeah, I know. I was. I, I had mentioned they that do, too. It's awesome. They do the rides and everything. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does look cool. I can't wait to see more. I of would it. never wait. I, you know, the thing I do like though is like you, all the waiting is indoors. Yes. That is how I drink any beverage. <laughs> Laying down and just pouring from from pouring all over my forehead, and hopefully some of it dribbles down into my. Oh my god, they're having like a a caveman, like part. a like a kill. Is that what it is? A caveman yeah. jam. This like literally this exact scene, like ex- accepted, stole this exact scene from it. Oh, and accepted, yes. Yeah. You know what's funny too is where do they all like? They have like where who is their t- their costume party tailor? Because like they all look pretty good. Yeah, this is like you know what I mean. Like, where the hell? I'm just gonna go home and whip up one of these Flintstone outfits. I was just gonna say, who, like, who who is the provider of all these Flintstone bones that they're accessing? (laughs) I, I'm pretty sweet, actually. I feel like he'd have been a a bit more meticulous and had would have hidden his hair. Like, I don't think you should be seeing his his blonde hair at all. Yeah. So now there's Oingo Boingo up at the stage. This is Oingo Boingo. Is that Danny Elfman right there? No, Danny Elfman's there somewhere. I don't know which one. He yes, is. he is. He's the lead. He's the lead dude, isn't he? No, no. Was it or was the keyboards? He's the keyboards. I'm pretty sure. Oh, those are his girls, bud. Yeah, 
That, like they look again. This is an '80s thing. Those they could be in their twenties. <laughs> you already just said that's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I love a, I love three girls. He's like, because that when I fall asleep, they have someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's got his Pee Wee Herman going on here tonight. Yeah. He's got his dancing uh, shoes on. I would, that's the shot I want of, um, like if they ever give Robert Downey Jr. like the Cecil B. DeMille award or something like that, I want that shot to be in his like little montage before he gets it. Just him on the ground. We're like, oh, do me. Oh, look. His son is turning into yeah. the guy who was in Christine. Like he's like he's yeah. been drunk and dark. Oh, I was gonna say I think he's oh, turning oh. into uh, Chris, uh, Jason Patrick in Nightbreed. Oh my god! Or not Nightbreed, The Lost Boys. He's slowly but oh, surely. Yeah. Same thing. Was that it's Tim Heidecker? That's the other thing is most guys in the in eighties college movies look like Tim Heidecker. That is amazing. What's his problem? Why is he so mad? Because his dad's cooler than him? Well, no, because he felt like his dad, or it was kind of like planted in his head that like his dad is the only reason he made the, the dive team and all that right. kind of stuff. And then he goes down and he gets distracted because he sees his dad talking to the coach. And he's like, oh, I, he is the only reason. And then he blew the dive. Oh, yeah, no, not that he's dive. actually a good diver. Yeah, he blew the big dive thing. Well, he, he, he got a shit score. What can I tell you? he got a shit score maybe it is the reason yeah so what just go with it bud that's what i said man i I would love care i love me an opportunity always got to be something with the kids i stop paying my way through life dad i want to do it myself it's actually the thing i respect uh george lucas for the most is this great is this great story where um like his kids, you you know how like you kind of hear the story with uh, celebrities and their kids don't really understand what they're like, you know, what they do for a living or that they're like a big success or anything like that. And he's like, all of a sudden they get to an age, they're like in their teens and they're like, oh, my God, we're rich. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm rich. You don't have any money. <laughs> he's like, you you are very poor. You just live in a rich man's house. Man, see, this is what's cool, man. Like, like Danny Elfman giving back to Oingo Boingo, you yeah. know? He's well, like, you don't he, get me on score unless you put Oingo Boingo in this movie. Well, I, yeah. Well, I, he just has that, like, ability. Like, That's what Dan Aykroyd said in uh, Nothing But Trouble. He said, if you don't get Digital Underground to perform in this movie, I won't be in it. <laughs> well, he actually did do that for uh, when he hosted Saturday Night Live for the Tragically Hip. Oh, that's right. He wanted from Kingston, Ontario, his hometown. Oh, that's good. Everybody was like, boo. <laughs> that would have been amazing if that was the case. I wonder, hopefully somebody in the States like was like, you know, these guys are awesome. They do have, it's kind of funny. I was talking to some people over from the, the border is like, as you, it's almost like a mirroring thing of like close to the border. People know who they are. As you get further and further away, less and less people know. It's kind of like how it gets as sparse as there are people in Canada. Like the the most populous right. area is close to the border, and then it gets less and less. They're drowning him. And the more, oh my god, what a way to go! <laughs> so like what was he just biology. doing? Was he just oh, looking look, at their? What's funny is. Sorry, what? I was gonna say, was he just looking at their bikini-clad pubic mounds? Like, was that his partying? Well, no, he's trying to find their JJs. Oh, okay, well, he couldn't have it's found a them. Fun game. 
you know, I love this. She literally just she's upset because yeah. she went and found yeah. Rodney Dangerfield in the hot tub with a bunch of hot young girls. Yeah. Now she literally just walked away from her boyfriend to go find this guy. And yes. then she's upset that he's with yes. someone else. Her boyfriend that she has not broken up with. Yeah, exactly. I still think. Oh, yeah. See, those are his killer eyes for Christine. Those are. Yeah, those are. That's a stare. The ears, too, man. He could have been like, I feel like you could have cast this guy in most of the movies we've done. Like this could have. He could have been the last Starfighter. Oh, my God. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. He could have been fucking. uh, uh, What's his face in Gremlins? He could have been the Gremlins. He could have been one of the Gremlins with those ears. I wonder what else he's in now that he was in this one. What else has this guy been in? Okay, so let's look him Christine back up. guy. So like I said, not a lot of stuff. Like most of his acting was in the past. And he directs now, like I said. He's directed oh, that's Fargo right. and stuff like that. But let's see. I'm Like he has been in other stuff, but it was just kind of like... I usually, if they're one-off things or something like that, I usually don't even bother to mention them just because it's like, okay, it happened. What the hell? Oh, his his uh, baldness is almost as bad as my baldness. It's not great. All right. Don't even. Uh, Don't all right. Let's do That is yours. Don't try to bring somebody down with you. Yeah, no, I know. I actually, I, I saw because I let it grow in because I was lazy and I saw some like weird. <laughs> you let your baldness grow in? Well, no, but I let like my hair grow in and I could see kind of like weird patterns where it's like continuing to like fuck up. You should get just the two wisp strands like Homer. Oh, if only. I don't even think I could grow that much hair. I don't even know anybody. Like, how the hell would that even work? It's just like two. Yeah. Well, two good strands. All right. So he was in the TV movie Combat Academy. He was in Miami, an episode of Miami Vice, playing Professor Terrence Terry Baines. Uh, He was in I Love Trouble. I did mention that. He was in the TV movie The Player, which a bunch of people were in. Yeah, tons of people are in that movie. Yeah, no, but I think like multiple people from this movie were in that as well. I'm having a hard time going through. I'm not even going to bother. Um, what else? He oh, was... she failed her. Uh-oh. She failed that, him. That's not okay. Ooh, she knows. Yeah. You shouldn't have been oh, eating after Oh, because what's his name wrote it? Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, no, this is the best thing. He doesn't know the first thing about Kurt Vonnegut. This is an interesting little thing, so he's... <laughs> fuck me. I like the idea that Kurt Vonnegut said, fuck you. <laughs> so he, there he says, he says, next, he says, next time I'll call Robert Ludlum. The reason he said that, Robert Ludlum was Rodney Dangerfield's neighbor at this time. That's hilarious. Uh, oh, oh, no, Dean Martin. Oh, oh his name's Dean Martin. <laughs> they, uh, that was, and that was an inside joke that they put together specifically because he had been on, like, the Dean Martin roasts and stuff like that, or he was in, like, the Dean Martin variety show or whatever god-awful Dean Martin thing. That's what kills me, though. Again, he was in one successful movie of which he was not the star, and, like, he has all this power in making this movie. Because he's the man. Well, he he is. And I think, like, again, he did so much for so many people that I feel like everybody around him can just, like, support him into into that power. You know what I mean? Oh, no. You don't even know what I mean. 
<laughs> you don't even know. Oh, they busted him friggin' cheating. That's a no no. See, this is a, what was his idea? He really just wanted to go back and party, right? Yeah. Well, be, well, the idea was that he he didn't have the college experience because he just worked and then took over the business, you know. And uh, look at that goddamn face. <laughs> yes, it is. Face. But the uh, but yeah, so he just kind of like there's no real challenge to it. It's not like Billy Madison where there was a point. He just like oh fuck it, why not? I don't know who's running his I, business while he's doing this shit, but I absolutely had like the most terrifying nightmare of my entire life had Rodney Dangerfield in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm sure like it was him, like in the dream. It was terrifying. What did he do to you? What didn't he do? <laughs> oh. Anal. No, I remember I was like lying in bed and it was like, you know, there's a closet kind of, you know, over there. And I remember in the dream, it was like I woke up and I could see a shadow of a person go from the door that was open into the hallway. And then it, the shadow went across the wall. And as I'm looking at the shadow, I'm like, the moment it hits the doorway, mm-hmm. they're going to be in the doorway. And then the moment the, oh my God, I have like total goosebumps just telling you this, child. like how you made your lights all creepy. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're like, oh my God, they're going to be in the doorway. They were like right in front of me. And it was Rodney Dangerfield. Like I couldn't tell who it was, but afterwards I knew it was Rodney Dangerfield. I'm telling you, it felt so real when I woke up. I was terrified. Oh, that sucks. Maybe he visited me to tell me something awesome. Yeah. I turned the lights back on because I forgot you were able to see me. Oh my God, look at this. (laughs) Look at that old Coca-Cola. Is that... What is it? Yeah. Is that the new Coke? That's Coca-Cola Classic, baby. That's not no new Coke. What are you talking about? What are you talking about with your new Coke? Oh, he's a, he only loves his mayonnaise. Oh, mustard gross. <laughs> Got some apples that must have fallen from somewhere and landed in front of his lunch. Yeah, that's how he discovered gravity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, he's old. I'll tell you. Whoa, whoa. Using these things to hold down the paper bag that goes around my sandwich. <laughs> That was a little Jackie Mason, oh. but. Oh, they're having it here, bud. <laughs> I like really that he says it. that. You can do anything you want in life. He's a super rich dude. Of course he can. This isn't like an apply yourself and you can do it. And also quit. Oh, they believe in each other now, bud. It's on. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, like really what, like for some reason, like this is about him redeeming himself. For this, I was like, he should right, be like going to school and doing it for real, doing no, it for himself. Yeah, but like, I, I almost feel like, you know, just the way things kind of went for his son. I was like, you'd think that a bit of it was him. Like, because look at his son is being there for him and doing all that. But like, he should be like helping do right by his son. Like, I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Could not, not a lick of acting in this man. I love it so much. I also like the rain slicker. Oh, look at this. He's got the record player, record slash tape uh, player. She give him like a tugger while she's reading. Oh. Yeah, with her foot. Yes. Stop. Oh, so what, is she helping him now? Did they yeah. agree to something? Like he's got to write the paper again or something? Or what's happening here? Yeah, well, I, he's going to... Um basically the academic decathlon is going to happen from Billy Madison is he's going to receive his, uh, 
he's gonna receive all his tests like all at the same time, essentially. <laughs> just need a like Yeah, uh, he did a bump of sugar. <laughs> yeah, and then he like he was doing a tequila shot, only it was coffee. Yeah. So this room that he's in right now is actually where um Alex Owens makes her successful dance audition and flash dance. Oh my god, I was like, I know that room. Yeah, it is that room. Dude, it's, the I, flash it's like dance I've room. danced there a million times myself. <laughs> Well, because you're a maniac, maniac on the floor, and you're dancing like you've never danced before. And that is you not a compliment. That. You look like I don't you remember the danced. moves ever, and I just get wasted in dancing. <laughs> That's right. Every time is never the same. I love watching um, with the kids, with the uh, home, like the school at home stuff. Uh, on Fridays, just to kind of like get their energy out and stuff like that, they do a uh, like a dance party for my son's kindergarten class. And he just gets up and he just, oh my God, he just, Gives it his all. And, <laughs> That's then he, good. and then he invites me. He's like, come over and dance with me. And like, so we're all just having a weird dance party in the house. That's awesome. Dude, I told you, man, I have a 27 dance mix hours, bud. 27 hours of dance mix. Nice. Never have to turn back now, baby. <laughs> oh, here this movie is such like, or sorry, Billy Madison is such a ripoff of this movie. Oh, absolutely. I have not seen this movie in forever. And holy God, is that movie yeah. ever like the same movie as this? There's so many. Well, I, like I said, to accepted, it's like a lot of college movies that came after this have taken pieces of it. Like even um, tiny bits of like old school and. Yeah, I think that more of them took from this than they did from Animal House, which would have been like the quintessential college movie. That and maybe like Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, my God. Revenge of the Nerds rules. Yeah, it's pretty much the best one. Oh, I heard that they're like redoing it. I, I was funny because the article I read it said that they're redoing uh, re uh, Revenge of the Nerds, but they're taking out one very controversial scene. Yeah. Guess what scene that is. Which one? The panty raid? Nope. What? What? Okay. Well, I'll give you one more guess. Okay. The one scene that they're cutting out of the new one, I guess. Okay. Well, when he raped the girl? <laughs> yep. Okay. The unidentified, she doesn't know that it's him. Yeah. Well, I get that. I get that. Yeah. It's it's very hard. I mean, it wasn't really a rape, but he did it before yeah. she knew. And then she's like, oh. But you could... If if this happened, if it, in, in a situation, if you had like say you know I I was with Carrie and I had a mask on and then I left the room and you came in with a mask and had sex with my wife, that would be sexual assault. We could be we could both be charged for that if if like we were conspiring and you didn't just. She sneak should in also be charged. It. She was in well, the act as well. She's charged for trafficking and stuff like all that QAnon <laughs> stuff. That's all her. It's but, a three way. Yeah. Dance of deceit. No, she should be charged because she does all that army hammer shit. Yeah, you know what? I find that so weird. Like, it's what you can't even say creepy shit anymore. Like, he didn't even say any racist stuff. He just yeah. said, like, he likes to eat flesh every now and then. Yeah. Like, who doesn't? Well, my, my my favorite part, though, it was like, it's almost that uh, that Simpsons kind of a joke where uh -huh. he, like, nail, where it's like he says something. He's like, surely he doesn't mean it. Then the very next message is, by the way, I 100% mean this, just in <laughs> case we need to put this on the record. Yeah, but still, who, like, yeah. what? So because he says that he even means it, like, big deal. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, he eats flash. Who gives a crap? Yeah. Well, it says he like. 
when it talk like just like the way he described things he had done and keep in mind that he's also married like married with kids and he was having these conversations with women on uh, and I don't even know that they were all of age on Instagram. <laughs> Nice. Well, no, it's definitely he's definitely a creeper. Like a lot of people have <laughs> yeah. come out and said that he's just a creepy, weird dude. Yeah. For but he's he was grown up rich, so he's one of those dudes who like he's probably been killing for years. Yeah. J Lo knows a murderer when she yeah. sees one. I know, right? Okay, she's Jenny from the block. Yeah. You don't think she's got the eye of the fucking tiger? She well, knows. That's why she never worked with the anaconda again. Was it she? <laughs> This is an abuser. Yeah, it's just like, I know. I, you got snakes out here this big? Yeah. Boom. It's like Ice Cube was here with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that was pretty much perfect. I Dude, bet. Now you, you be, you be, uh, I'll be Ice Cube. And you be, uh, what's please, his name? Owen Wilson? No. Oh, can I please be Owen Wilson? No, you can be uh, the guy who was eaten by a snake previously. What the hell? Angelina Jolie's dad. Oh, John Voight. Yes. This is anaconda skin. Anacondas don't bite. Oh, they don't bite. (laughs) What country are you from? I'm not from a country. I'm from Connecticut. (laughs) Oh, wow. Big snake skin. Wow. You just had to throw Owen Wilson in there, huh? No, that was my John Voight. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's (laughs) your John Voight. Oh, yeah. I nailed it. Oh, look, look, here's this part now where he's doing whatever this is. Oh, it's got to be the Shakespeare portion of the yes. test. This actually, well, it's his, it's his English test. It's actually, I don't like how much she's kind of like babying him through this. I could kind of see like the other teachers being like, hey, what the fuck? Like, just come on, you can do this. It's, it's like okay. a ventral, bad ventriloquist act. Yeah. And the oh, other thing, too, like, I think I read this poem at school and I broke a bunch of books. Oh, <laughs> how did you break the books? I need to know that. Rage. Rage. Yeah, I guess oh, the dying fuck. of the light. Yeah. And every time I say rage, rage. We've it's told true, we did do this. It was me, Travis and Jeremy. I rem- and yeah. I was saying all oh, their only job was to I, put, I set up a bunch of textbooks that they would hand out every day. Yeah. And then, uh because, yeah, like, like uh, you know, when you're in school, they give you everything for free because you're not paying anything. But then when you are paying, they charge you up the fucking ass for a book. <laughs> That's anyway, a good so point. I would not, I'd, go, I'd go, rage, rage. And then I'd knock all the books off the table. And then as I would continue to say the rest of whatever that is, a sonogram or a sonnet or whatever the frig it is, yeah. they would pick the books up very calmly and put oh. the books back onto the table. So by the time rage, I remember this, I'd throw the books off the table again. Now that you're saying I wasn't in that class with you guys, but I no. do now that I hear <laughs> now that I'm hearing it again, I remember this. Did you, I don't know if you noticed, but the team name was the Hooters, the Hooters. It's the Eagles oh, versus the Hooters. which by the way, like when you're, I thought you would just be like the Harvard, like diving team or whatever. I didn't think that you also got to be the team name. We're yes. the scream. We're the screaming eagles. Roll tide. Whatever. <laughs> what what is this now? What are we okay, doing this here? is like the diving championships. Oh my god! <laughs> Cheating. I yeah. Well, hey man, this is, this is exactly what the kid said he didn't want. I know. Eh? Was to get there on his own without. You ever think that those things, those things that you climb up and jump off, they kind of look like something off of a battleship? Yeah. Oh no! Totally, Watch like a, show it again. Yeah, 
I know I know exact I know exactly what you're talking about though. Ooh, see uh -oh. don't have a girlfriend. When you're an athlete and you have a proper girlfriend, you get really bad at your sport. Yep. So what? That was like like every like the biggest slump in Andre Agassi's career is when he was with friggin' uh what was it, Cindy Crawford he was with? Oh yeah, see, well, because they suck the life out of you. Yeah. And it is worth every drop. Yep. Yeah. I would take a total career slump. I have no career. I've been in a slump. So yeah. if you want to put me into a career slump by being with a beautiful <laughs> woman, let's go. Well, maybe it goes the opposite way for us. Because yeah. I, I had heard that uh, Aaron Rodgers was dating Shailene Woodley now. And I was just kind of like, Shailene Woodley from uh, oh, like I don't like Divergent her. and uh, The Fault in Our Stars and all that shit. Oh, I don't like her. I don't like her acting. Oh, uh, well, she doesn't like yours. His legs were too far apart. He better not get a good that score for that. That was a terrible dive. Yeah. That's something I've never been good at. I've always been a terrible diver. <laughs> I It's really funny because, like, I watched my daughter when she was in swim class and stuff like that, and they were teaching her how to dive. And I'm like, come on, honey, just do this, do that. And I'm like, I've never fucking successfully dove. Every dive I've ever had has been a belly flop. You can't exactly. That counts. You still dove off. Yeah, I did. Like you I just wouldn't get many. Yeah. See there, right there. It looks like a battleship, yo. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here we go. And he still loses to the guy that got the shine in his eyes. Yes. Well, because it was basically just falling backwards. Like, when have you ever seen cheerleaders at a diving contest? This is the whole thing. This is what I'm saying is they've made this like <laughs> this is a world where football doesn't exist. Yeah, they're all divers. Uh -huh. Oh, we got a nine, nine, ten. See, like, I just don't picture. Like, why does why does he even his whistle? hair's not even wet anymore? Didn't he just no. jump? Well, it's very hot, right? So <laughs> it's uh -oh. like it probably evaporated off of him. This is uh -oh. also another thing. It's an ankle. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I bet he got a lot. Oh, menstrual Ooh. cramps. Which on your period or something? <laughs> now I don't remember why is why is he a member of this team? Because he's like you. Oh, you're get your suit on. He's like an alternate oh or something God, like that. Oh my God! Here it is. This movie is terrible. What? <laughs> this movie's just like what? Like nothing even happens in it. Well, and this is exactly my point that I made with Caddyshack. I got into such like people got so mad at me when I said that about Caddyshack. And I'm like, tell me what happens in the movie. They're like, well, this and that. And there's like, and I'm like, no, there's no connective tissue in the entire thing. It's they, the story is Michael O'Keefe, like, you know, navigating through this thing as a caddy. And, like, it's supposed to be about, like, the kids in the shack and stuff like that. But most of the movie is just him running. Like, he's like, I'm in the pro shop and making fun <laughs> of a Japanese guy. And then I'm in the, uh, uh, fucking, I'm at the dining room and I'm making fun of a Japanese guy. <laughs> and then, and then, like, Chevy Chase comes out and then Ted Knight comes out. And then it's like, and then that... Uh, Michael O'Keefe is with his girlfriend who you don't even know her friggin' name. And he's like, she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh, God, okay, we're going to do that. And then it just goes back to Chevy Chase and friggin'. And then you're like, what? Like, we just ignored them. And like 10 scenes later, she's like, no, I'm not. I'm not pregnant. Yay. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to golf. Like, that was. 
This is the greatest. You know, what's funny because nobody really did that well because they were cheating for Buddy. Yeah. So, like, even if he did just a pretty good dive, I think he would probably win. Like, he doesn't really have to pull off the triple Lindy. No, if you don't do the triple Lindy, it's over. This is this is a wonderful <laughs> moment. <laughs> this is the greatest thing to ever happen in cinema. You know what I really love, though? You know that this is, like, two feet off the ground. Look at this. Oh, it's not even and triple Lindy is... time yet. Yes, he is. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Look at his face. I love it. La- okay, oh, look at this. <laughs> Lands on this one. It's pretty uh, impressive because a stuntman is doing this. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Oh, yeah. oh, and then up a flip lands again. Holy Lord. Even if at that point you did a belly flop, I'm sure you should still win. Yeah, exactly. The I'm fact like, that my you st- Lord. I don't know where those diving boards came from, though, because it looked like they were all platforms. They said that they were they- installing another one. Oh, OK. Good call. Which only took like as long as it took him to go up the, yeah. la- the rock. Well, think about how long it must take an old man like to get something. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like it's. Uh, <laughs> I like we're. Yeah. Where's William Zabka? He should be happy too. He just got it. He's he's getting a champ. I'm a. He, I assume because uh, swimming's this big, he's probably getting a championship ring. See, like in this movie, there wasn't really any bad guy or anything. Yeah. Like oh. the one guy was just sort of annoying. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't yeah. really. I thought he was gonna have to dive to save the school or something. You know what I mean? Nothing. Like. And he passed with D's. Did you he should have. Making the whole thing yeah. go uh, the opposite of what they wanted, uh-huh. uh, he would fail, and yeah. uh, the so would his son because they both sucked. That would have been great. And so there's like no lesson at all. I kind of wish that his triple Lindy dive would have been him just smashing into one of the platforms and then just rolling off of it and then landing <laughs> on the on the deck. <laughs> and it's just and, i agree that would be way better and then the and then the credits roll over a over a lifeless corpse of uh rodney dangerfield while blood like flows over into the pool no it, it should like he hits like he dives off of one board goes flying smacks into the yeah. you know the wall or whatever and then falls on the ground and then the camera closes up on his face and he's like what am i thinking i, I wasn't a diver i played water polo <laughs> Wow. or something right i was a yeah. runner who yeah and then he makes his face and yeah. credits roll I, I love it <laughs> and he's clearly the valedictorian no he's just giving like for whatever reason he's allowed to address because he's still a freshman he didn't graduate Look at that. oh i feel like that's the cover that's the, the cover box forestell thanks for so much did she die that's or my is old it face like... too that exact face that would be amazing if that's true, I would let you have sex with me constantly, as opposed to what's happening now, which is me not letting you. It's just happening. Hey, this is pretty cool doing it this way, actually, even though I I can see. Can they see? They can't see me. Eh? I'm just a voice. They're just a voice. We're going to have to do you, some. Though. We got to do some more Game of Thrones soon, too. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, we got to We've got a, probably a couple more weeks of this before lockdown is officially open back up and then we'll i'm gonna steal oh you. look so yeah boy go boingo band members danny elfman yeah. leon schneiderman that's the name that i i'm sure that guy there was totally deceived the lead singer of that oingo boingo band looked yeah. like 
like like he was resurrected in like Johnny Depp's backyard Halloween party. Yeah, I was gonna like, say he was guaranteeing. Uh, I'm gonna look into it. I'll bet you that was him. I was gonna say he, I was gonna say he looks like an evil Sting. Yeah, Sting looks like an evil Sting. That's true, especially in uh, Dune. Hey, did you see the Kong? Oh, Danny trailer? Elfman is the uh, the singer. I told you, buddy. You are it's right. Way too much. Like, uh, this is this a? Uh, I forgot. Is this an Oingo Boingo song? I can't hear it. Weird science. Boom boom. Boom 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 boom. Weird science. Boom boom. I don't. I, there's always a. Uh, there's always an asterisk next to anything, so I don't know if any of this is happening. Oh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I like that. Oh, yeah, what, what, what is this? Another Oingo Boingo song? Oh no, it's uh. <laughs> That, that's just Aretha, yeah. Just straight up Because he doesn't get any respect. That's true. Oh, I, I, you know what? I didn't even put that together. Oh, my lord. Oh, uh, David Quick, David Aaron. If you mix up some I am now David going to on. eat what? chicken strips and zoodles. Oh, my God. You're going back to your like high school diet. Yeah, I'm doing it, bud. boy. I woke up way too late, and I had three pieces of pizza for dinner. Wonderful. Now I'm hungry. <sighs> yeah, now I gotta be up pretty early tomorrow. Playback. Oh no! Video playback. What video playback? I guess probably what they're playing on the TVs, eh? That's Maybe kinda... this. There's playback. Yeah, exactly. knew we would do this. So I just, I it like, just made me think replays. Like it's like the, <laughs> is like, hey, did you hear that joke? Let's hear it again. Director. Oh, wait, that, that, that's what I was going to say about friggin'. Um... Oh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt for one second. Director of photography for the Triple Lindy. What, there, there was a director of photography for just that scene. Of course there was. Okay, sorry. Anyways, it was like a movie within itself. That's okay. I was just going to talk nonsense anyways. Okay, no, I want to hear oh, yeah. your nonsense. Boingo, boingo. Yeah, what was your nonsense? I was going to say that at, at, at uh, uh, the new Super Nintendo World, all the waiting for the rides is indoors. You did mention that, and it's that is the did way I, to go. I can't remember whether I mentioned yeah. that or not. I just I was just thinking about because I was like, man, it looks so like the ride looks like the, the ride's like four minutes long. And you're gonna yeah. wait like five hours, but uh, at least you're indoors where it could be air conditioned instead oh, of like a Wonderland where you're like baking in the mm-hmm. sun. Oh, absolutely, and that's some... standing there like I'm like half passing out. Like, that's something that those places like Disney and them are really good at is getting you either. If they can't get you indoors, they're going to keep you cool. Because I remember when we went for our honeymoon to uh, Disney World, they had all along, um, I think it was the, um, I want to say the Tower of Terror. Uh, There's a big portion of the line that's outside, but what they did is they put one of the, like the misting hose all along the side. So you were like in like one of the, you were like in a misting machine all the way through the outdoor part. You know what? During, uh... You know, I've been thinking about this whole pandemic and all this garbage. And like you're you gotta stand in line. It's freezing cold here in the in the Great White North. True. And you're standing in line at Walmart for like 40 minutes and it's like minus 19. You think that a company that has more money than God could throw out a couple of heat lanterns or something. Yeah. You know what's actually really funny that you mentioned that is the fact that I was outside in line at Costco today for 40 minutes. And, yeah. and the only reason is because it was the only place I could get a decent amount of friggin' uh, mozzarella sticks for tomorrow's Super Bowl. 
Oh, it's the super ew, gross. So I was outside, and the worst thing is, it's like, okay, I'm just going to pop on my hat because the wind's blowing on my bald head really hard. And then I'm like, oh, my hat's not in my pocket. Not sure where it is. Uh-oh. Nice. So, like, my head was like, I was, like, I had basically You're having a Super Bowl party at your house? Not a Super Bowl party. I just bought my, like, we're just having a snacky dinner for, oh, for the Super Bowl. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's just going to be like, you don't even watch football. It's just an excuse to eat a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh no. We, we, we we'll <laughs> still watch the football, but oh man, it's, <laughs> we, we do it in layers. Cause I bought wings and then I've got stuff to do like, um, deep fried pickles and, uh, mozzarella sticks. Oh, and you're going to make them yourself. Well, the mozzarella, I just bought a box of mozzarella sticks, but I'm making the deep fried pickles from scratch. And, no way. And then, uh, I'm doing, and then, yeah, we're doing wings, and then we just got a bunch of chips and garbage for after that. Oh, and yeah. Inevitably, we do this every year. We A couple of years, we, like, bought so much stuff, and then I realized after I made it all, I'm like, oh, I made enough food for a party that we didn't invite anybody to. So we were, like, like we were eating, like, leftover chicken wings for days. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I ordered, like, a 2-4, and I was yeah. just been eating pizza for weeks, man. Yeah. It's like, holy Christ. Nice. Look at all these movies that came up. Overboard, The Cutting Edge, War Games, Over the Top, Red Red Dawn. Dawn. What else do we got here? UHF, Teen Wolf. We haven't done Teen Wolf yet. We have. Yes, we have. Oh, I got to look through my list. I feel like we didn't do Teen (laughs) Wolf. Oh, you know what? You're right. I think we did. Yeah, Mr. Bomb was good. Teen Wolf 2, I know we didn't do. Summer School, Baby Room, Hoosiers. All right, I think okay. Now that we're just like scrolling yeah, through the streaming, it's time to end. Yeah. It's time to end this episode. All right, yeah, guys. Good because I'm hungry. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go get you fed. Thank you guys so much for coming out again and listening to the episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with a coming attractions episode. Actually, depending on how, because this is far enough out now that we might actually be back together for it. I don't know. I can't guarantee anything because I don't know the goddamn future. Uh, but. We will see you next week. Coming attractions, coming attractions episode. We will let you know what we're doing the following week. You get the whole friggin' deal by now, I hope. All right. We'll catch you later. Bye. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.